It's the football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Here's your host, AJ Nicoletti. What up? Special edition of the pod. FFFSOSS.com at FFFSOSS. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch.tv slash AJNick3. Special edition of the pod. We're going to do a national championship preview ahead of Monday night's Natty with San Diego State and UConn. So we'll take a look at some tournament history, talk about the coaches, the path to the national championship this time around, uh, talk about the rosters and the rotations into the matchups. Then I'll get my keys to the game and a pick. So that's what's on tap for this special edition of the pod. I'll recap the final four games on Tuesday's pod traditionally, and then we'll recap the Natty as well on Tuesday's pod. But this is strictly just a San Diego State UConn preview. That's all this is. So uh, not sure how long it'll go, but we'll have a uh, little national championship preview on this uh Sunday afternoon or Monday, if you're listening to it ahead of the game. All right, so we'll do uh, tournament history, talk about the coaches, path the national championship into the starters and the rotations. Then we'll talk some matchups between the teams. Then we'll do some keys to the game, and then finally a pick. So we have the five coming out of the south, the San Diego State Aztecs taking on the four out of the west, the UConn Huskies. UConn is four and zero. Oh in title games. Their only loss in the Final Four was in 09 to Michigan State, and then Michigan State went on to lose to UNC, if I'm not mistaken. So UConn, when they get to the title games, they win. 4-0 previously in title games. This is San Diego State's first appearance in a title game. Coach Dutcher, the longtime Steve Fisher assistant, uh, the head coach at San Diego State, he won the national championship in 89 at Michigan with Fisher as an assistant. He recruited the Fab Five to go to Ann Arbor. He went to San Diego State with Fisher to help him turn it around there. Fisher called it a career. They hired Dutcher to be the head man. He's been the head man since. Now, the other side, Danny Hurley, son of the New Jersey high school legend, Bob Hurley. If you're not familiar with uh, St. Anthony's, Great documentary about them, and also there's a documentary about them for St. Pat's um, when Kyrie and the, that company was at St. Patrick's. Gil, Kid Gilchrist as well. So some really, really interesting things. If you don't know your history about uh, New Jersey high school hoops, which maybe you don't, but I do presume, and, and you know a lot of my audience does come from New Jersey, so uh, they should know who Coach Hurley is if they know uh, high school sports in the area, but the legendary St. Anthony's coach, his brother was a Duke legend and national champion and now is the Arizona State coach. So it's his turn, Danny now, on the biggest stage trying to get UConn back to the top of the mountain, back to the height that everyone's chasing in college basketball, winning a national championship. And he is just 40 minutes away. So Dutcher, 40 minutes away from immortality at a mid-major there's not a lot of mid-majors that win national championships, guys. So either way, we have a fantastic story between the leaders of these teams, these head coaches. Path to national championship. San Diego State had a first-round win over Charleston, 63-57. In the second round, they knocked off Furman, who had beat Virginia. They beat them by 20. Sweet 16, the big upset for them in the tournament so far. 
knocking off Alabama, 71-64. Then the Elite Eight, they held Creighton to 56 points in the South Regional. They won that one 57-56. We know how uh, exciting that was at the finish with some you know, questionable calls and officiating uh, reviews. But then we got an awesome finish with the first game of the Final Four, Aztecs beating the FAU Owls 72-71 on the Butler jumper. UConn's path to the final. In the first round, they knocked off Iona, who came out hot, but it was UConn in the second half that settled that one uh, with a reasonable distance between the two teams, 87-63. Second round, beat St. Mary 70-55. to Sweet 16, they took on Arkansas, and honestly, they dismantled Arkansas. 88-65. Elite 8, they blew out Gonzaga 82-54. to And then in the Final Four semifinal, they beat Miami 72-59. to So, nothing really closer than what? 13 points? So, this team has not had to really close out games, which we'll touch on in a little bit. So let's talk about the rotations and the players for San Diego State. Dusher plays about nine guys, play 20-plus minutes. Uh, Bradley, Trammell, Butler, Johnson, Mensa are the starters. Ladee, Parrish, Arap play big roles off the bench, and Psycho comes in as a guard just in case. For UConn and Danny Hurley, the starter, Sonogo up front. Caravan also Kind of a big Jackson Jr., the glue player, and then Hawkins and Newton are the guards. Klingon, Calcaterra, Elaine, big rolls off the bench. Tierra also comes in for uh, the Huskies. The matchups here are really interesting. You look at the bigs, nobody's really stopped Sonogo all tournament. And when he goes to the bench, they just bring in another seven footer in Klingon who's very young, but his footwork is excellent. He's very good defensively, and he does so many things so well offensively already at a young age. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a drop-off, but it's not as much as you think when you... Like, these college teams, guys, when you have one seven-footer, you rarely have two. UConn has two, and they're both really, really talented. Really, really talented. Now, San Diego State has a big in Mensa, and his backups in Ladie and Arap are very solid, but they're just not as big. They're not as big at this position. And I think what caused Miami to have some issues with UConn, the size across all the positions, which I hinted on in last Thursday's preview of the Final Four, I think San Diego State will have a similar issue, which we'll touch on in a little bit. So uh, the bigs. Sonogo and Klingon versus Mensa, Ladie, and Arap. At the wing, I I do consider Caravan a wing because he does play, you know, wide, out wide. He does play at the perimeter, okay? Jackson Jr. is an excellent, excellent player. And Calcaterra I do consider a wing as well. They're going up against Johnson, Bradley, and Parrish. Parrish is really good off the bench for this Aztec team. He's coming in and score. Bradley has gone spurts in this tournament where he's looked like he's the best scorer in college basketball, and then you don't even realize he's playing sometimes. Um, and Johnson is a nice forward as well. So that's the story with the forwards and the wings. And the guards are really interesting because though I think Butler and Trammell are really, really strong veteran guards for San Diego State, Psycho comes in off the bench, 
Hawkins is so good. He might be the best shooter left in the tournament. Newton plays older than he is as a point guard, and he's big too. Aline comes off the bench, can help you with the ball handling, can make some shots the air as well. Uh, not as a prominent a role as Elaine coming off the bench, but that's the story with the Wings. Now, keys to the game here for me. UConn's size, again, is an advantage, but can San Diego State's experience and veteran um, wherewithal kind of eliminate some of that size advantage? You know, Miami had some veterans and had some tournament experience, but couldn't do it. They didn't have enough size. Does San Diego State have just enough more size than Miami to do what Miami tried to do with the game plan, but can San Diego State actually do it? For me, probably not. I think because Hawkins isn't small. Newton isn't small. Those are your guards. Again, Butler and Trammell aren't little, but they're not big guards. They're not big guards. You know, Bradley is a nice size wing, but Jackson Jr., I think, is going to guard him, and that's going to be a really tough matchup. Caravan and Johnson is an interesting matchup because Caravan's going to have to, um, Johnson's going to have to follow Caravan to the perimeter. Does he want to do that? Um, and then the bigs, again, if it was just Sonogo, Going up against Mensa, Ledee, and Arap, I can say, okay, San Diego State has bodies. If Mensa gets in foul trouble, it's not the worst thing in the world. You still have Ledee, you still have Arap. But Connecticut can just go to Klingon, and they're going to. That's just what he does with the rotations and the minutes. So I just think the size, again, for UConn is their calling card, their athleticism across the board at all five positions whenever they can get a rotation out there. Like, they rebound really well. They play pretty good defense. And they have a multitude of ways of scoring. I mean, Sonogo started the game by knocking down two threes against Miami. Now, if you watched UConn like I did, you knew he has a nice free throw shot and you knew he has a good jumper and he has shot threes in the past, but you don't expect him to shoot two in the final four and make both of them early in the game. But that just set the tone that UConn was going to really get whatever they wanted offensively. And then you have him go to the bench. Klingon comes on and just gets seal after seal, layup at the rim, gets a couple blocks. So... There's just not a ton of drop-off there at a very important position in college basketball because if you don't have bigs and the other team does, you're in trouble. You are. And you say, well, FDU didn't have bigs and Purdue had one. Purdue is a completely different team because their guards stunk. UConn has bigs and has guards. It's not one or the other, okay? Um, so can't... The only way I see San Diego State kind of canceling out the size of UConn is if they get Sonogo in trouble and fouls and they get Klingon in foul trouble. Like, they need to get both bigs in foul trouble. They need UConn to go small. Because we've seen UConn just dominate teams with the way they want to play. So... 
UConn's size, can it be crossed, eliminated by anything? Yes, maybe San Diego State's experience, but probably not. Now, where San Diego State could get an advantage, UConn does turn it over. Sometimes they are careless with the ball. Calcaterra gets a little careless. Uh, Jackson can throw it away. Newton and Hawkins can throw it away. So there could be some turnovers there for UConn. San Diego State has a good ability to cause some turnovers and create some chaos going the other way. San Diego State is going to need to get fast break points, transition points. They're going to need to get live ball turnovers against UConn and turn them into buckets. They can't just turn it into, oh, we ran a good set at the other end of the floor after the turnover. It doesn't matter. You need to get buckets against UConn. So UConn has the profile of turning it over. Can San Diego State capitalize? That would be another way San Diego State wins this game. It's just UConn does not take care of the ball. San Diego State defense is everywhere, causing turnover after turnover after turnover. They're getting easy buckets on the other end. That's a way San Diego State can win this game. Now, I do believe this game could be another game of runs. We've seen it in UConn games where they've had scoreless stretches and then they've exploded. They have that kind of spurt ability, explosivity on offense where they could be in a drought and then all of a sudden 8-0 run just like that, 57 seconds, they score on four straight possessions. What are you going to do, right? So UConn has that spurt ability. They also can go cold. And we've seen plenty of times in this tournament where San Diego State has gone cold shooting the ball, but defensively, we've also seen them shut teams down and methodically get back in games and chip away like they did against FAU, being down 14. It wasn't a 14-0 run in two minutes that got San Diego State back in the game. It was more of a methodical 18-4, you know, something like that. So I, I think we will have another game of runs, because both teams, offensively and defensively, offensively can put together some stretches where they play good basketball, and defensively have shut teams out and made teams go field goalless and have those scoring droughts. So I think we could get another game of runs here, certainly on Monday night. And my final kind of key to the game here is that no lead has been insurmountable for San Diego State. They've rallied from double digits in second halves the entire tournament. And what interests me here is UConn has not had to finish a game this tournament. They haven't had to play 40 minutes of one possession game or a two possession game. They haven't had to hit key free throws down the stretch of games. They haven't had to try to execute a pick and roll or a set up to try to stretch out a lead when a team hasn't fouled. So, for me, if San Diego State can keep this close, can keep it one possession, two possession, into the later stages of this game, we will have to see a UConn we haven't seen in months. A team that has to close out a game at the free throw line. They've been dominating teams. They dominated Gonzaga. They dominated Arkansas. They took care of St. Mary's. They beat Iona in the second half. 
They handled Miami on Saturday night. We haven't had to see them close out a game at the free throw line, break a press consistently, get a good shot at the end of a shot clock where you're trying to waste time and extend a lead. That is where San Diego State can win this game. If they're in a tight game, UConn hasn't experienced it. And I'm not knocking UConn for that. I'm picking UConn. I have a future on UConn. I hope UConn wins. But I'm just saying, how can San Diego State win this game? Well, you make it a absolute rock fight, dog fight game that goes down to the final possession because UConn has not experienced that this tournament. You got to make them feel a full court press. You got to make them feel meaningful free throws down the stretch of a tournament game to win a national championship. So that is the path for San Diego State. Their vets have to their vets have to have a bigger impact than UConn's size does. Okay, I know that's not comparable or quantifiable necessarily, but that's what they have to use to cancel out UConn's size. Okay, San Diego State also has to do an unbelievable job on defense of causing turnovers and getting live ball turnovers. And they have to understand that this game is going to be a game of runs and that no lead is insurmountable for San Diego State. So that's the way San Diego State wins the game. Pressing, rock fight, defense, veterans playing big, getting a bunch of turnovers. Now, all that being said, I don't think that happens. I think this UConn team is absolutely loaded. I think this UConn team is primed. I think this UConn team with Hurley, they've made so many great adjustments. They figured out their rotation. They had a couple injuries. Now they're at full strength. And when they get to national championship games, they don't lose them. I think the size is the issue. I think the depth for UConn, even though San Diego State plays a bunch of guys with Coach Dutch, I think the depth for UConn, the talent level is more. They have a multitude of ways of scoring and beating you. They have a multitude of ways of rotations and lineups they can play. I think it's just too much UConn Huskies for San Diego State on Monday night. I'm going to go 77-64 UConn. That is the pick. So I've got UConn to finish it off in more style, to be fair to them, because they've had some really, really impressive wins this tournament. So that is our National Championship Special Edition preview for the pod. Picking UConn. Enjoy it on Monday night. We will be back for regular scheduled programming on Tuesday with a full recap of the Final Four and National Championships. So enjoy the game on Monday night. I will talk to you guys on Tuesday to wrap it all up. Until then, peace. Sometimes other sports show. That's the name of it. Guys, check out his podcast.
That sounds like my kind of podcast. Football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Sounds like me.